Let's talk about Let's it. Talk about it. Focus on today because you're in that time. You know, that's what you can control is today. A lot of people say that, but do you really understand what you're saying? Tomorrow's not promised. So what are you doing today to make today valuable for you? Let's talk about Let's it. Talk about it. Hey there, wonderful listeners. Welcome to another episode of Let's Talk About It. I'm your host, Queen. And this is The Difference. <laughs> What's up, Difference? Uh, welcome hey, back. Last episode, he was out and about making a difference in our world. So it's nice to have you back. Now, be- <laughs> <laughs> now, before we dive into today's episode, I want to make something crystal clear. This podcast is not sponsored by any authors, and we are not here to read or teach on any books. We're about to hear our purely our personal insights and reflections. Now, with that said, thanks for joining us. We just want to do something a little different today. We're still going to talk about books. Last episode, I spoke on, you know, uh, changing your mindset and uh, from how to be successful from John C. Maxwell's book. And today uh, I'm going to turn it over to the difference because we want to emphasize on something, but remember, this is just our opinion. How it came about, I had this epiphany in a way where I've realized where, you know, people are so into like looking at their iPhones or iPads, you know, watching shows and they got their nooks or their some form of a, a tablet where they, they they like to do their reading, you know, audiobooks or purchasing, you know, stream streaming it or purchasing digitally. But uh you know, I've just noticed how out and about, you know, people are still buying uh, books that I feel that have no, uh, pretty much no impact or anything that can help them in life. You know, people just like buying, you know, novels, you know, anything, fantasy books or all that. and Or entertainment. You know, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I, I'm not going to take that away from, yeah, you know, you, know, you, you be you, but, right. you know. How's that? How's that going to be? How's that going to make an impact on your life? What's going to help you out? You know, I read books because you know I, I just have a a self interest in, you know, what can I do to improve you know my mindset? And there there could be multiple topics or multiple books on just one topic, but uh, you know, uh, I look at self growth in a way. I like to add something different on, and it helps me to know how I can deal with situations that. You know, when I do come across it, you know, rather me, rather than mean somebody uh, who's just surprised by the fact that, you know, uh, I might get asked a question that I can't handle, you know, mm-hmm. you know, uh, I don't like, you know, to make assumptions, you know, I like to be reactive and be on point with it. And reading books on that, you know, just helps out, you know, it just gives you that extra armor something that makes you more self-aware of how you can handle situations. And when it comes to, you know, we spoke about Dale Carnegie's uh, How to Stop Worrying, Start Living. You know, that was a great book. You know, just that that was his only topic was, you know, how to stop worrying. And I can help you change your mindset and improve on, you know, when you do come across, you know, those situations in life, you know, you know how to react to it. Right. Yeah. Then, then you have books where, you know, you have leadership books where people, you know, they uh, 
you know, I, I hate that. I hate that uh, saying where, you know, they're a natural born leader. No, I, <laughs> uh, I, I disagree with that. You know, uh, to be a leader, you know, you, you have to have that mentorship. You have to rub shoulders with another leader. And, you know, there, there are books out there about leadership, you know, about Zig Ziglar. And you, you got folks like uh, John C. Maxwell. And there's multiple, you know, leadership books are out there. But we, well, not we, but uh, I highly recommend looking into John C. Maxwell. You know, uh, he has things that would help entrepreneurs or, you know, people to be better leaders and, you know, how to build a, you know, a team and right. build leaders out of them. And then you have, you know, other authors like Joyce Meyer. She has a great book that helps you change your mindset. It's called A Battlefield of, you know, the Mind. And mm -hmm. that's a great read. You know, it's helped me, you know, knowing how to, you know, to deal with situations where it can be very hectic, where right. you can sit back and analyze it. Then you have certain books out there, you know, like for health, you know, mm -hmm. get a good read. You know, Gary, Gary Brecka's uh, the guy. Uh, I think people have probably come across him on, you know, social media. He specializes in biology. He's a biologist and uh, he's a great guy where I, I, I normally take some reference and I'll just read about some other things. And there's also other books that, you know, that do help out. And I'm getting into Tim Grover's uh, Winning. And yes, uh, no, just reading, reading books, you know, uh, it's people may find, you know, boring, but I find it, I find self growth. Self growth is, you know, uh, is essential in life for, you know, an individual and for, you know, if, if you're a kid reading your Harry Potter books, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. You're, you're still a child, you know, but when you reach age, when you fly out of that, that, uh, that, uh, you know, that nest, you know, uh, you want to be prepared. You want to have, you want to have that, uh, that ammo, you know, you know, to go out there and, you know, tackle life. Cause you know, when you leave home, you know, you know, you're going out there with a hammer in one hand to go build yes. your future. And, and you have a Bible in the other hand, you know, knowing that God's going to be, you know, with you, you know, through that journey. So uh, reading books on uh, self-growth to me is, it's it's essential, you know, essential part of our life because there are people out there who didn't write these books, you know, just to make money. You know, they, they've wrote these books, you know, because the experiences that they went through and what they succeeded in, you know, they're, they're helping us out too. So. Right. Yeah. Uh, thanks for sharing that, uh, the difference, because you have to have a why to want to read the books. Also, you mentioned your mindset. Um, it's all up to the mindset of each individual of what what they want to do to better themselves. And the reason why I love reading books, um, you know, people might think it's crazy or they call us nerdy. Yeah, we're Samoans. We read books. Um, you don't have to be a nerd to read the books. It's just for our for ourselves, I read it because it's to better myself. And like you said, it's armoring. I'm armoring myself. I got my toolkit, my toolbox. You know, I want to make sure that I am prepared when I'm out there, not uh, dealing with people, dealing with uh, even customer uh, service uh, at work, or even going to stores and dealing with you know patients, having patients and so forth. And you mentioned so many other books that are out there and um you know we're not recommending we're not saying this and that but we're just sharing what we've been doing what i've been doing 
uh, on the books. There are certain books that I like to read depends on whatever you need help with. Like when um, I didn't mean to cut you off earlier, but when you mentioned John C. Maxwell, he has that book. I love it's the communicate. Can you, you remember the title? Is it communicating and connecting? What's the actual title? I keep butchering that title. Um, you know what I'm talking about? The difference? Yeah. Uh... yeah. <laughs> I, I love that book, but uh, we'll get it right. I'll get it right next uh, listeners. But that, that alone uh, means a lot to me because it's, you're communicating. It don't matter who you're communicating, but you need to connect with that individual or a group of people. You just can't speak just to speak to hear yourself speak, right? Uh, that that to that helped me a lot by um, everyday life, dealing with you know family, dealing with uh, people at work, even people at the stores or you know everyday life. And uh, I'm glad we're talking about this, how impactful different books that that uh, we have available to us is just knowing what books you need to help yourself with whatever situation you're in right now. <coughs> oh, excuse me. Even if you're not in a situation, you just want to educate yourself. Uh, I like to say, you know, I always love to armor myself and make sure um, I'm ready to go out there. And it's nice to have that knowledge in the back of your mind and it's just sitting there because you never know. Sometimes after reading something, it'll just stay there, but then it'll just automatically come out when you're when you're interacting within a community or whoever you're interacting with. Um, you mentioned the Arthur Tim Grover. My goodness, uh, the book, uh, I'm starting off on The Relentless. It was a funny take where I remember I walked in my manager's office. This was years back, and he had a he had a stack six books, you know, six books high, you know, a stack of books, and they were all how to win friends and influence people. And I happened to ask him, I said, "Who are these books for?" He says, "Oh, we give it out to supervisors or new supervisors that come on board." I was like, "Oh, wow, Not funny, you know, I've I've read this years ago, <laughs> you know." <laughs> You guys are using this for our our, our management team, mm-hmm. and it all depends too how they teach it because not everyone's gonna gonna understand it or take it into consideration. I mean, speaking personally, I've seen some books being given to managers, not all of them, but some of them don't even practice it. So I just laugh because I know I've read some of those books that I see, and a lot of the books are John C. Maxwell's leadership book, and oh, yeah, yeah, and then. Also, I remember when I took leadership in the early days of my career, that's when I was first introduced to John C. Maxwell when they played a DVD. <laughs> that tells you my art, you know, my age. So I didn't know who John C. Maxwell, all I knew is they said these things. This man is the guru of leadership and they just press play. And I was intrigued by the way he spoke and um, very blessed uh, fast forward that I was able to actually sit in a lot of his uh, conferences, very blessed. And that man speaks, you know, with, with conviction and very powerful. But um, and, and, get, and get his books autographed, huh? Oh, sure did. A lot of yeah. my John C. Maxwell books are all autographed. Oh, and before I get back to Relentless, uh, you mentioned earlier, you know, kids reading the, what, 
Harry Potter or whatever. Well, you know, you know, you know, books on fantasy. You know, yeah, if, yeah. It, if it's a, if it's a child, I'm not going to take that away. No, from no. Me. But what's like, cool is not what I was going to mention is is that uh, there are books out there too for children. Remember, John C. Maxwell wrote a book too. Uh, oh yeah. For the children, and uh, even there's a book on five love languages for mm-hmm. for for children, and there's teen books. I mean, there's a lot of books out there. So yeah, back to um, Relentless. I just read uh, two chapters, but it is already is very powerful. I mean, it it basically saying that um, the word relentless it's is <laughs> the way they use it in here is basically say that you're going to start got to dig deep into your dark side. You know, everyone has a dark side, but that dark side, turn it into a good where you become relentless. And, you you know, instead of how, you know, how people talk a lot that they want to do this, that they're going to do this, have these dreams and so forth. Just the beginning of this book, it said, basically, you got to get off your butt and start putting everything in action and stop talking about it, you know? So I'm very excited to, uh, to actually finish this book because it's a real good book. So that that is making you dig into and really evaluate what are you really doing. It, it kind of reminds me of a, a book. It, it it's not on anybody's wish list. It was a book that was recommended by a very good friend who recommended to him by you know a good friend. Mm-hmm. And his book it, it's called the Super Supernatural Ways of Royalty. Oh, and yes. In that book, I mean, you know, it talks about, you know, uh, do you know who you really are? You know, you yes. have to ask yourself that question. Do you know who you really are? And people think they really do. They they mm-hmm. know themselves because, you know, the only person that knows me is me. But when you ask yourself that, do you really know who you are? And this book breaks down, you know, it makes you go deep. Yeah, uh, dig deeper, and it's written by a pastor. Yeah, and it uses you know the, the principles in there, you know, from the Bible and how he teaches how you no, know, we aren't just children, you know, the children of God, you know, mm-hmm. you know, we're, we're princes, you know, princesses, you know, he's our he's our king, you know, he's right. our father, and that book it helps the individual find their identity. Man, after reading that book, uh. I tried to read it a second time around, you know, got to a point where I just like put it aside and grabbed another book that I wanted to read. But <laughs> it's overwhelming. Know, uh, yeah. The super the supernatural the, the supernatural ways of royalty, you know. You know, uh that that's that's awesome reading. You know, you want to find out who you really are, you know, what's your identity, yeah. you know. Uh, read that book. Yeah. If you really want to dig in like the difference was saying and you want to make a, a real difference, that book it it's great. It's a hard read because it makes you, it forces you to really dig deep of who you really are. And it breaks it down and it goes deep because uh, there's, it talks about, you know, things that happen in your past as a young, young in or, and you don't even know that's affecting you, but you really got to dig deep. And I love, you said it was written by a pastor. It's obvious written by a pastor because, you know, they, they could, the pastor actually put a lot of scriptures in there and, and explains everything. And yes, sometimes I have to put the book aside because it is very deep. If you really want to know about yourself, you gonna know about yourself after reading this book. It's going to help you peel away those layers, you know? Yes. 
and it's, it's gonna break it down and you, you're gonna be like oh shocks man you know it it, it really does help you find your identity because mm-hmm. the moment you find your identity you're you're unstoppable you know who you are mm-hmm. and not too many people talk about that right the difference the identity you know now i we hear a lot that there's an identity crisis but um when we're talking about this book it really is it really makes you like I, I hate to re, be repetitive, but it's it just really digs. Like you say, it just peels the layer one by one. And oh, I love it. I love that book. Thanks for reminding me. I I do need to read it for a second time because the first time was great, but it's yeah. been, been like three years since I've read it, and I think I need to dig into that. But I'm gonna finish this one first, the Relentless, <laughs> because yeah. I want. I wonder how you got that book. Yeah, The Relentless. Yeah, a young man ordered it. And I was very surprised, you know, that, you know, I didn't know about this person. But uh, thanks for introducing it to this young man who ordered this this book. I mean. Oh, that young man's an awesome individual. He's very awesome. (laughs) Way to hook it up, young man. Yeah, so I mentioned the five love languages. What what are your thoughts on that? I've shared a little bit about it, and you already know how I feel about that book because we talked about it. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if I was sanguine or <laughs> 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 I haven't figured out, you know, my, my love language. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like you're going to have to go back and figure it out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then you're gonna have to communicate that so so it could be you know it could be I'm connect. Just, I'm just I'm, I'm just an introvert. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that book is it's it's really nice. Um, yes, Renee Brown's another great author. I love her books. Yeah, she she has a special uh, not a special, but she has a a show on. She has a talk on Netflix. Talk. Oh, Netflix. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's called, uh, I think it's Daring. I think it's based off of uh, her book, uh, her Daring Greatly. Yes. Yeah, Daring Greatly. Yeah, that's a good, that's that's also a good read. Mm-hmm. Wow. A lot of good books out there. You just got to know which ones yeah. to get. You know, there's books on, you know, you know, uh, books on politics. There's, I, I like reading history, too majority of the time and if i want a little bit of fantasy you know something you know i, I used to be big on reading stuff you know like like the dan brown novels and you know something sus- suspenseful but you know hollywood's kind of ruined those books for me so <laughs> so you were probably one of those type reading the books you go watch a movie that's from those books you read and then you like to dissect it and critic be a critic no because hollywood changes it well, when Hollywood gets the rights over these books, mm-hmm. you know, these popular books, they they tend to change the story around a bit. But like I said, you know, I like reading I like reading a lot of history, uh stuff from like World War Two, you know, especially the Civil War. You know, there's something in between, you know, the self the self growth books. But that's also good too to read history to to know the foundation of of uh different mm-hmm. things. Or if you just having an argument, a debate with somebody. <laughs> oh yeah, you know, some some people they they go to Google or Wikipedia. Some of these books, like you know, are based on history. Uh, 
some can be like first time accounts, you know, by these authors. You know, they've been there, they've seen it, they experienced it, and you know, they put pen to paper and then you got people, you know, pretty much hearsay. They said this happened and that, you know. But I just like reading a good book. I just like, you know, I'm not going to take away anything from like those what, Amazon Kindles or mm-hmm. those Nooks, you know. I I like holding the book. I like the, the physical object. I, I like to open up, you know, split that book open and just smell the pages, you know, because... <laughs> I do that all the time when I get a when I get a book. I open it up and I I don't have a habit of smelling it. <laughs> it's just refreshing for you. Is that what it is? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I just like flipping through the pages, or you know, get all the smartness within the sniff. Every sniff is a. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. It does smell good when you get a brand new print book. You know, a pr- mm-hmm. brand new book. It's like some people love. That's why they love the newspapers. So people are still ordering newspapers and not go online. Old school folks. Yeah. What What's another book that uh, you've read that you think that around like what's going on today? Like people, people may be struggling. I don't know out there who's listening. Maybe relationship, maybe finance. You mentioned finances. Entrepreneurship. Right now, I'm balancing books on self-growth and politics. Do you see some of the books that you've read in the politics? It can also um, intertwine with with self growth. With uh, not as much, you know. In the past, it, it had nothing to do with you know with uh, having that relation with politics. The mm-hmm. self growth books, they're there to help the individual out, you know. And they they carry those, you know, uh, that knowledge with them, and you know politics you know like leadership leadership books from john c maxwell zig ziglar you know mm-hmm. you have those motivational speakers that uh, i've never really wanted to buy a book from like that tim robbins individual mm-hmm. you know, but those books are just there to, to help a, a person grow depending on which field he wants to get better at i'm more into you know uh pretty much sharpening my mind reading books like just like uh Brene Brown, you know, you brought that daring greatly. That's something there that will sharpen your mind handles, you know, any situation that's out there. And you got Battlefield of Mind by Joyce Meyer, mm-hmm. which is also a great read that helps you sharpen up your mind. And, you know, some of these books that, you know, it's iron sharp as iron. And, you know, you just have to pick what field that you want to improve on. Right. And those books are that, that iron, you know, with your mind just... Just like I said, iron sharp as iron. Then, then you have books. You know, there's books on finance. You know, uh, the economy. Mm-hmm. And I've been going back and forth with another book I read, like American Marxism, that has to do with you know, pretty much you know, it's political in a way. But yeah, that's that's something uh, I wouldn't want to discuss. You know, on this podcast. <laughs> Well, I know uh, one individual who wants you to discuss that book. Why? <laughs> Why? Why? <laughs> but that'd probably be a, a whole podcast of that book because I know you can go on for days with that one. Yeah, um, I forgot. Like when you say uh, iron sharpened iron, and for those of our listeners out there, you know, if you really want to move forward and do good things and and stay on top of things is basically you got to look at your inner circle. Yeah. You're pretty much, you know, your, 
I can guarantee you the five people you hang around, you know, if they smoke, I guarantee you're a smoker too. Mm-hmm. You know? And it's, you know, birds of a feather, they flock together, right? Yeah. 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 I think that's one of John C. Maxwell's books, I've, it's being the, a leader. One of the, maybe it's a growth. Oh, I got all my books mixed up. But yeah, it's very important of who you uh, keep keep close to your inner circle. Who you who are you around? Are you around people who want to succeed, like become entrepreneurs? Or are you just around people that just go out, you know, kick it or whatever you're doing out there, but just well, take yeah, a look yeah, around yeah. you. Yeah, yeah. The, the people you hang around with is pretty much like, like I said, you know, uh, I guarantee uh, all your five friends, you know, I mean, not all your five friends, but if all five or majority of your friends do a particular thing, it's guaranteed you're going to be doing the same thing as they're doing. And if you really, you know, you, you have people who are ambitious in the, in the corporate world and they, they, they're, they're not just ambitious or cunning. They, they know, they know what to do. You know, they will yeah. see some big management that, you know, they they really want to, you know, reach that level, climb that corporate ladder. So the only way to do that is, you know, to be around that individual, ask questions. What did you do to get, you know, to this position? Or what, you know, do you have any advice for me? What can I do to, you know, you know, climb up this this ladder? And the thing is, you don't want to go, you don't want to spend that time hanging around with your, your coworkers because, they're not going to, they're not going to get you where you want to go. So you just make yourself available for that, you know, yeah. that supervisor or manager, you know, pick his brain, you know, if he, right. if he comes, if he brings a sack of lunch to work, then you bring a sack of lunch to work, you know, don't go follow your five friends who go up into the food court to go buy food, you know, <laughs> learn from oh, them, you yeah. know, learn from a leader, you know, get around him. Rub, rub bubbles and all that. You know, you're not, not basically kissing his ass. No way. You know, you just want to know what does it take for me to get there. And and on that note, that you're not there to kiss anybody's ass. And that's what uh, what I want to say is what uh, part of Relentless the book was saying is you have to you have to uh, ignore the out side voices ignore what people are saying about you who mm-hmm. cares what they're saying when you're out there trying to do your best you know uh, forcing yourself to do great you know you should not be worried about what people have to say their opinions mean nothing means absolutely mm-hmm. nothing you know because i agree bottom line is they're not paying your fair i mean your 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 rent or, or your mortgage or whatever but the, the relentless book says, yeah you have to be relentless about it and that means mm-hmm. is uh, is pushing out all that negative talk, all those things people trying to talk about you, what you're doing, and their opinion means nothing. So I'm glad yeah. you brought it, that it up. Is, <laughs> it's it's kind of it's kind of like that, you know. It's kind of like how someone people are. They're they're worried about what other people be thinking about them mm-hmm. or say, you know, with their, they 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 try to be, you know, uh, crowd pleasers, mm-hmm. you know, a people well, pleaser. I don't think yeah. it's just Samoan people. I, I think it's it's people. Like, you know, you you said they're crowd pleasers. They're, I know a lot of people who are who are yes man, yes, 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 sir. Uh like you said, crowd pleasers. 
are are you one of the crowd pleasers listeners if you're that you know look just reevaluate yourself and look at what you're doing but yeah it's not kissing ass guys back to it's just up upgrading yourself you you want to be in that position so you got to either dress the part like mm-hmm. uh, the difference, say rub elbows with that person, shoot, bring a sack lunch, sit yeah. next to the person. You, you, <laughs> yep, you don't want to be that person, you know, on the outside looking in. Mm-hmm. You know, the people that are looking in, you know, you, you think about it. Those those are your coworkers. You want them to be on the outside looking in. You want to be in. You want to be with that person. I mean, you you want to learn from that person. You know? Yeah. There's nothing wrong with being ambitious, you know. Uh, people nothing. just have to, they just have to do what they have to do to uh, to get there, you know. Uh, they can't sit there and whine like, oh, man, you know, if I would have stayed in college, I could have been. I says, you don't really need a college education. I've known, I've known leaders and people in the corporate world that, who've climbed that corporate ladder without a college education. It's right. just that they 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 immersed themselves, they surrounded themselves with you know other leaders. Mm-hmm. They wanted to he wanted to learn from them. That's exactly what they did. And I like that you brought that up because that's that's important. Mm-hmm. Right now, um, you know, I have I have a degree, but really wasn't you know, when you look back, it's like nowadays, uh for you degree at, at a college, to me personally, it's obsolete. You know, you're not going to come out of college and go straight and get a job. You're going to have to go look for a job and hopefully you get a job with, with that degree. But like you said, if you want to start rubbing elbows with people and immersing yourself, it's basically go get, go seek those who you want to be, the positions yeah. you want. Well, you know, like you mentioned college, you know, you went four years of college, you know, and, you know, for just that piece of paper, you know, that was the most expensive piece of paper that you paid for your, your college degree. Right. And, you know, uh, I normally advise people, you know, you know, this, this is my opinion, but I said, if you want to really get into the job world right away after college, I advise, you know, to send your kids to a technical school. You know, after four years, the moment they graduate from that technical school, they're, they're, they're working right now. They're, they're earning 36, they're journeymen, they're going through an apprenticeship right away, earning, you know, 35 to $45 an hour. And while that person who came, who graduated, you know, took four years to graduate from college for an underwater basket weaving, you know, degree, you know, <laughs> still looking out for a job, working as a barista or, you know, working Nothing away wrong from with that, but that's the reality. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That, that's what's happening, you know. And even like if uh, someone comes ask me, it's just my personal opinion. They say, "What co- you know? How did you do college? What what's the best route?" I said, "Well, if you want to go to a four year college, I recommend you go to a community college first. It's much cheaper. It's going to be the same courses almost when you go to a four year, but it's just a more expensive way of doing it. You know, so you know, I did it that way, which was much cheaper, but you still got your four-year degree, you know, got your two-year AA, then you moved on, get your bachelor's. And sure enough, you know, I'm not the type that like want to be in school. I didn't want to get my master's nor my doctorate. <laughs> and you said it best, uh, the technical schools, it could be two, three years, whatever, then uh, you, you come out and there's jobs, you know, out there. But, oh, yeah. 
Like I said, you uh, you paid for the most expensive piece of paper. Yeah. That you know, <laughs> after a four year after four years of college, you know, you paid for you know, and so people are still paying paying for the the most expensive piece of paper, that college <laughs> degree. <laughs> that is as a how much did how much did your uh, your piece of paper cost? If you don't mind me asking. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. it was up there <laughs> if uh, i if i were to go five, back i five, would change the, everything the, the five figures huh yes unknowingly <laughs> yeah so <laughs> so kudos to you who still want to go through the old school you know get your four-year degree or if you get a scholarship cool but you know yeah. um I've lived through it, went to community college and got my four years. Because because that was a mindset that we we all grew up with, you know. Yes. Our parents told us to go to school, you know, you graduate and you have a good job. Yep. yep. And you go to school for how many years? Let's say 12 years. You go home, mm-hmm. what school starts at seven, get off at three or whatever, and then mm-hmm. you do it all over again as an adult. Either yeah, you go to a... school, college, or you go to work. Pitchfork right there. Yeah, so wash, find. rinse, repeat. <laughs> wash, wash, rinse, and repeat. That's all you did. <laughs> that's all you did. So yeah, uh wow. Um that's what that's what life is right now. I mean, if you're stressing over that, just mm-hmm. think about it. Pick and, up a good book. Yes, think of a good book that will help you motivate you. But you know, when you get motivated, you need you need to put it into action instead of just staying motivated. That's what Relentless was talking about. You got to be relentless about it. Yes, it's great to be motivated. Find a book, get motivated about it, and then put it into action. That's where the real work happens. Is when you start um, implementing those things that you learned. Because remember, we hear, don't you have, I have people, I know people that keeps talking about their same dream over and over. Uh, but I let them talk, but there's time where I don't need them to start. I, I need to stop having to rent space in my head, taking up my time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because I could be doing something else that is more productive in my life. You know, because time is one thing we cannot get back. Once you take up my time, it's gone. So that's why time is vital, is imperative, and it all and, and and I'm very selective on who I spend my time with. What about you? The difference? I totally agree. You know, time time is precious, and you know, uh, it sometimes does get upsetting when somebody, uh, you know, they they wasted your time. You know, you, you can never get it back. Yeah, but you should you shouldn't be you know uh, whining whining about it like man he that guy sure wasted my time man I'm right. really pissed I'm gonna do something bad to him no 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 what I'll do nowadays is um I'll tell them very nicely like okay I heard this the third time you said this last week you said this last month as a matter of fact my question would be what are you doing about it. Because I'm I'm hearing it over and over, and yet you have not done anything about it. You don't even have a solution about what you're complaining about, and that's what we let this talk about too. Is don't let those type of individuals 
take up space in your head, in your life. Because that basically just put a little block, a little hiccup in what you're trying to do. You just gotta, your mind just gotta be emptied out and just focus on where you're trying to go. You're trying to be great. So how am I gonna be great? I'm gonna X this out, X this out. All right, just be me. You know? Trim that, trim that fat. That's it. <laughs> Bottom line is trim it. And you want to surround yourself with 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 good people. I want to finish off. What do you think, uh, difference? You know how um, I know John C. Maxwell talked about. I keep referencing um, him, but this is my inside, my personal um, opinion. He talked about creating leaders and having leaders around you. You cannot be the smartest person in that group. You want people who you teaching and they become better than you. I believe that wholeheartedly. I, I totally agree. You know, you don't want to, you don't, what John did was uh, he'd always not stress about, you know, uh, helping create leaders. You know, he helped with great, you know, uh, teams, teams of leaders. Yeah. And he would get them, you know, get them in a, in a circle and, side you know which one's good at you know a particular you know uh task and he would never put the person you know who's not good at a certain thing to do something that you know they know nothing of but he would always put somebody who knows it you know hey, hey shadow this person you know like like i i said iron sharpens iron you know and uh-huh. What John C. Maxwell did was, or what he really meant that you don't want to be the smartest person in that, you know, in the team or your your group is because everyone's going to be looking at you. But right. thing is, you've you already provided them the tools. You know, you provided the guidance. You've helped them become leaders on their own, so they can build their own teams. You know, you're just there to. Not just to facilitate, but to guide these folks, and yeah. you know. And I wouldn't want to be a person when, like, uh, there's a group of twenty, and they all come to me with questions, and I'm looking at them and like, what the hell did I just do with you guys for the last six months? <laughs> <laughs> so, um... and so that tells you right there, like, I'm not very, I'm not a really good, you know, team leader, you know. <laughs> If they're or, still coming, if they're still asking me for questions, you know, for, you know, my input. Or we have a, we, we need to look at what we're communicating or who we're, how we communicate to those individuals. Mm-hmm. You know, each, each person has a different way of learning. So it could not be mm-hmm. your fault because you don't know what's going on. Uh, maybe they're not getting the concept. You know, it, the information's there. It's just how they're receiving it. And we don't know that unless they tell us or we figure the, that person out. You know, so Yeah, John John, John has a book on, on almost everything that deals oh, with yeah. leadership. You know, and, you know, he has that with the, the 17 indisputable laws of teamwork. Yes. Then you have the, the 21 indisputable laws of leadership. You know, he, he has all this and all. And... Look it up, guys. Yeah. There's different type of books out there, whatever that you're looking for. Um, we're not here to promote the book, but uh, be nice to uh, hey John C. Maxwell. 
<laughs> well, well, his books, you know, uh, his leadership books, those are for individuals who, you know, uh, you know, not. it's not for, it's not just for entrepreneurs, you know, it's those folks within the corporate world, you know, yeah. how can they build a successful team within the, you know, within the company and all that. It's always good read to go and reference, you know, uh, what made it successful for John C. Maxwell. And I know he has a nonprofit organization, you know, that I still get emails from them. So, you know, yeah. they're, they're, they're always trying to create new leaders, you know, John, right. John and his group is nonprofit groups been all around the world, teaching other governments and countries, you know, yes, you know, to create teams, create, create leaders out of. We talked about different books today. We did something a little different. So, any closing thoughts? The difference. Yeah. Uh, be careful what you who you associate yourself with. Know know who you know you you want to be around, and you know just dive deep. Like I said, ask yourself that question: Is you know you know do you actually know who you are? You know, find your find your identity. Find out who you really are. Amen. And association is also another. You know, another thing, but uh, if there's something that you're struggling with in life, I know damn well you can pick up that phone and you've been on Google for forever and all that. Google search something, you you know, find out, you know, which book has the best reviews, you know, you know, New York bestseller, you know, something that, you know, you're struggling with. Look that up, pick it up, buy it. Thank you, Difference. And for those who don't like to read books, they have audiobooks now where people read the books for you. I mean, whatever it is, whatever that you can get your hands on to help you out uh, if you can't talk to anyone. But books are a very uh, great way of dealing with whatever you're going on. That's just our personal opinion uh, because you're able to clear your mind and just be find a, a nice quiet space. Could be the corner in your room or right there downstairs, grab a cup of coffee or some water and just have your me time. Set that time aside. That's what's important is managing your time. And like the difference said, is getting to know yourself better. And if you want to get to know yourself better, you got to start taking action. We can't keep saying, I want to do better. I want to do this. And then you go on with your regular life without changing anything. Thanks for joining us on uh, Let's Talk About It. And if you enjoyed today's episode, be sure to subscribe and don't forget to leave us a review. Until next time, keep evolving, keep growing, and keep changing your thinking for the better. Peace. Go out there and make a difference. (laughs) 